tired. Let's do some breathing. And then. So apparently, if you if you take a breath in, and then take another another breath in, like in quick succession, and then let it all out, that's when you actually exhale everything. And it's meant to make you have this feeling of like really like de-stress. No, I mean, you did it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so I was running out of breath. Breathe in and then breathe in again in quick succession. I can't breathe properly. Like I really struggle when we do. Frank and I did this breathing breathe with Ollie or something once, whatever his name was on Instagram. And when he does the breathing and he's like, breathe in. I'm like, I can't breathe. Like I can't breathe. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm not very good at my breath work. No, you really have to learn to, to c like control it. And I think the issue is sometimes you breathe in too fast. I think you have to breathe in very slowly. Yeah, it's like if you're completely, completely relaxed and you slow down your heart rate and everything. Yeah, yeah. You're not meant to breathe that many times in a minute. No, you're not. I guess like when you sleep, do you breathe a lot less? Because you're so, everything's so relaxed. That was what happened to that woman, you know, that poor, poor woman, Sarah, who got hit by the train, who fell on the train oh God, track. Amy, no, please don't bring this up again. I know, but it's fine. I've gotten over it now, but it really, it, it really took over my life for I a long time. I think about it every time I look, especially when, you know, at Wills and Junction Station mm. and you're walking through Wills and Junction Station and you're right there next to the track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other side. Yeah. That's what I think of every time. No, I think about it whenever I get, because you know, sometimes you get on a train and there's just like a massive gap and it's like, oh, this, this is a big old step. That's when I think about it. Basically, long story short, there was a really, really awful story of this woman who fell on the train tracks and she luckily managed to get herself far enough over that she wasn't hit too badly, but she got run over by two separate trains it was either two or three trains went past before she was found it literally horrific horrific story that mum told me and I was upset terribly for days after it I looked it up I watched her interviews I donated to her GoFundMe page like I was literally traumatized after mum told me the story like I was cr like crying on so, the way home of course she came home and burdened me with it yeah it was just so, it's just such a horror story but the way mum told it to me as well was like literally something out of a like final destination horror film like it was awful so then I felt like I really needed to just invest a lot of my time in her and her story so I just like looked up so much about it anyway in this interview she was saying that she like before the accident she had learned to meditate or had been doing like meditation lessons or whatever and when she was on like on the tracks and like she wasn't being found and like the trains were going past and stuff she put herself into a meditative 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 meditate meditative state I don't know. She essentially slowed her entire heart rate down and she was basically told that it saved her life because it completely slowed her, the blood going around her body and it slowed everything down so she wasn't bleeding out and it saved her life. How mad. It's incredible. I know, crazy. Yeah, I just panic. I don't know though because people say when you go, when when stuff like that happens to you, like the, uh, have you seen all the stories on TikTok about the Idaho four that got, like brutally murdered in Idaho 
they were like college students and they got it's like a huge oh, huge may- story maybe, maybe. and it's all over tiktok what it's just happened no it, it happened last year a few or well, like a few months ago or something there was like six of them in the house and four of them ended up getting murdered and sorry this is really horrid and uh, we didn't put a trigger warning or anything and but we haven't even done our intro yet. i know i'm so sorry i don't know how we got into this but very very long story short the murderer basically stalked one of the girls got into the house and went to i don't know if he like premeditated that he was going to kill her but basically went to find her she was like the one that he wanted and it just so happened that like some of her housemates were in and then like a housemate one of her housemates boyfriend was in as well was staying over and so sad he got murdered as well it's literally so sad i can't even it's made my whole body go weird the boyfriend and the girlfriend who were on the second floor of the house saw the murderer or the boyfriend saw the murderer but there's voice recordings and apparently the other two people in the house didn't hear anything like there was no screams there's been so much research that has gone into it and apparently when something like that happens to you sometimes you can't do anything like you don't almost have time to panic because you're just in such shock like if someone came into the house you would think your first instinct would be to scream but sometimes you're like paralyzed by like fear that you can't that's why a lot of the time maybe when you hear those sorts of stories you go oh that was so silly why didn't they just do that yeah and it's but like you it's can't like, you, your brain you just, doesn't yeah. comprehend it in that time although you're meant to you have a survival instinct and like that kicks in mm. that fight or flight that is inherently that's what I mean. in you like so survival I instinct that is exactly what happened with Sarah when she fell onto the train tracks. She, her instinct, her initial, because she says she had like, basically, I don't want to go into it, but the train was on the track, I think, when she she slipped and fell down. She was running for the train. She slipped in the rain and she fell through the gap. Yeah, between the train and the platform. So she only had a very, very short amount of time to be like, shit what do I do she didn't have time to stand up and get back up so she had to obviously in that split second her fight or flight mode had to be like what do I do so she obviously thought like I need to get off the track I need to get as far to the side as possible and obviously she did luckily but you know she did she really sadly lost both her arm and her leg (laughs) it actually makes me want to cry when I think about it it makes me so sad let's not talk Um, about it but anyway I'm really sorry about that little segment I don't even know how we got into that it's officially been a year since we moved into the flat you mean the penthouse yes sorry the penthouse we kind of thought it was about time to share our journey what it's really like living with your sister navigating life in your 20s and all of our views in between our views from from the the penthouse (laughs) happy tuesday welcome back to the penthouse it is pancake day happy pancake day shrove tuesday I wonder what the story... I know what Shrove Tuesday is. It's before the, the fast. Oh, is it it's the fast? Yeah, something about fasting and then you eat like loads of pancakes. <laughs> and then you give up like something, but it was really like a fasting thing, wasn't it? Shrove Tuesday or Pancake Day is the day before Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday is the first day of Lent. Observed in many Christian countries through participating in confession and absolution. The ritual burning, the ritual burning of the previous year's Holy Week part... Sorry, that, what? The ritual burning of the previous year's Holy Week palms, finalising one's Lenten sacrifice, as well as eating that, 
I'm sure that makes no sense. Am I going mad? <laughs> Make a special point of self-examination of considering what wrongs they need to repent and what amendments of life or areas of spiritual growth they especially need to ask God's help in dealing with. This movable feast is determined by Easter. The expression Shrove Tuesday comes from the word shrive, meaning absolve. Okay, so anything we need to replenish our sins of? Re- ask God for God's to... Re- but the modern day take on it is that people give something up for Lent. Yeah. Fucking hell, give us a break. We just did dry January. <laughs> did we? I feel like we used to do Lent. Yeah, it's because we were brought up deathly, deathly religious. <laughs> <laughs> mum, mum lied about our, our religion to get us into a specific school. <laughs> she like forced us. All the best schools, like the schools in the area were catholic schools did we never go to church before we went to that school well we were quite young we started in reception so we were quite young four okay so if you were if you were four when you started going to the school and going to church stuff that's when just when you started your religious journey i guess so and we did we went to mass every sunday we did our first holy communion that's bloody thing you had to go to like the Mm. study group the bible group every sunday when it was coming up to first holy communion oh the bane <laughs> it was the bane of my life yeah and then mum would make us go to church every sunday and it was like can't be asked. and there was this one time it was literally the best it was the best time i'd ever been to church one day we you know we got up and we got ready and mum got us all ready and we went drove over to the church and there was no one there there were no cars there and we thought what's going on mum goes i swear it was on at 11 o'clock We'd missed it. It was an hour earlier. The clocks had gone. The <gasps> clocks had gone back. The clocks had gone full. The clocks had gone full back, full spring back, spring back, full forward. <gasps> full back, spring forward. Oh yeah. What's the saying? Yeah. Full back, spring forward. So we'd missed it. We'd missed it. Is what we were trying to say. She clearly didn't have an iPhone at that point in time because your iPhone changes for you. Well, no, I don't think iPhones even existed. They didn't exist for a long time. I remember when everyone started getting the iPod touch which was the one that looks like an iphone that was like the new because it was ipod you mean an ipod oh sorry yeah 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 it just looked like that it just has a screen it had a screen like that and it was all touch i don't remember that one and it did i think it did have the button oh yeah and it was an an ipod yeah and that i'm pretty sure that came before the phone yeah i'm pretty sure the ipods came before the phone so remember i had the really the like nano the really thin one i got it for christmas 2005 and it on the back it was engraved amy rebecca owen christmas 2005 (laughs) (laughs) yeah you had to swipe all the way around get it like yeah oh i loved that i loved my ipod I heard someone say that the other day and it just reminded me of when I went through my phase where I was obsessed with Jeffree Star. I just went through a weird phase being obsessed with Jeffree Star and like Shane Dawson and then I watched all of their shit on YouTube and now I just don't care. I never really got into that. I never, I was never really into that YouTube scene. Scene. You know, like the, what's the other guy that's really popular? The one that you like, the sister guy. James Charles. James Charles. The thing is, I don't, like, I just, again, I went through a phase with watching him. I wouldn't watch any of the makeup videos. I only liked, like, vlog style. The other bits. You know what it was? It was Shane Dawson's conspiracy theory um, videos that got me hooked on him. And then I started watching his other stuff, and he became really good friends with Jeffree Star. 
and then I watched all Jeffree Star right. stuff and it was just their dynamic was just hilarious or oh, they did a they did like a YouTube series together I think it's ringing a bell but why didn't I watch the Shane Dawson conspiracy theories because I feel like I would have liked that so good go and watch them have you seen this whole Madeline McCann thing yeah well, I haven't seen it, but Joe told me about it the other day. This girl has come forward saying she thinks she's Madeleine McCann. Essentially, yeah, she has all these reasons for thinking that she could possibly be Madeleine McCann. And apparently the McCanns, Kate and Jeffrey, I want to say his name is. I have no idea. She's definitely called Kate. I read her book. Did uh, you? Yeah. They have apparently said that they will do a DNA test. Mm-hmm. So they're going to DNA test her. I just don't know. Like, I think a lot of the stuff she's saying, like, could be true. But so she has the eye mark. So she has the, the little brown eye mark, which Madeline had. I guess she would have to be the right age. She is apparently a few years younger. No, basically, Madeline would be 19 now. And this girl is apparently 21. Her parents have told her she's 21, but she doesn't. We were in Lanzarote when we found out about Madeline, right? I have no idea. I can see it. I can see the news coming up on the telly in the Playa Blanca house. Well, I'm, I'm really sorry. I may have got that the wrong way around. But either she feels younger than her parents told her or she feels older. She just feels like her parents have lied to her about a lot of things. And she said, you know, I don't remember any of a lot of my childhood, which doesn't really make sense because she was only three. Mad Madeline disappeared when she was three. And how much do you remember before you were three? Not a lot. Not a lot. But then she might not have gone to this family at three. She might have not gone to them until she was a little bit older. Mm. She says there's no pictures of her as a child. She says her parents are just shady whenever she brings up her childhood and stuff. Won't answer her. They change the story. So she's come forward of her own accord. Yeah, I don't really get it because imagine being the parents. You'd be like, this is horrid. Like our child, she's basically made an Instagram account. And is posting all these videos and stuff being like, I think I'm Madeline McCann. What's her name? I don't know. The Instagram's like, I am Madeline McCann or something. Oh, please. I know. It doesn't sound particularly convincing. It does sound like she's kind of just trying to. But then again, I don't know. Lots of people believe it. And even the McCanns are starting to believe it because they're going to do a DNA test. She's nearly got a million followers on it already. Help me. I need to talk with Kate and Jerry. I don't think that's what I would do if I was her. I know, I don't know. That is not what I would do. Sorry, my phone just, my phone just died. She does look a bit like them. Mm. She doesn't look like Madeline, the baby, I don't think. But I think she looks like the parents. Do you? Anyway, I don't believe it. Really? I just don't think there's any way that she is still alive. I know. To be honest. I, I've always said this as well. I think the parents had something to do with it. And I, I just don't know that anything can convince me otherwise. Purely on the fact that they washed her toy yeah no if, one would do that they found her blood in their car i know it's their child she might have had nosebleed whatever there were too many things that pointed to the, the parents being guilty i mean i just think about think about like my rabbit if i was to go missing why would mum go and put my rabbit in the washing machine immediately it makes no sense none yeah i i, I agree and i don't agree because I guess I want to see the good in people like I agree to the fact that like if you watch the documentary and if you read the facts and you read her book and blah blah, blah like there are things that happen that are a bit like uh questionable but equally like imagine your child goes missing and everyone blames you and you just didn't do it and you're like 
my child has been taken from me and everyone is blaming you 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 would look a bit funny you would be strange on camera you would be traumatized you'd be shocked you'd be yeah but why would you care so much to write a book and they, they're making money off because, their child going missing because they want to get the word out because they don't want people to forget about her because they still want to find her like this girl is doing spread the word like get it out as much as possible like we we you want everyone on the on the lookout for her and they've done a great job because she's probably the most famous missing child ever i mean people know about her all around the world but, but people they know the parents as well yeah but i don't think they i just i just I don't know. I don't know. I know what you mean. Mm. And it would be awful if someone was blaming you. Okay, take the parents out of the equation. If she was really taken by someone, th- there isn't anything in my mind that thinks she would still be alive. No, I agree. I think she was killed the first night she was taken. And if not the first night, the second or third. I think as soon as it started getting out in the press, even if she was yeah. still alive, they would have killed her, which is very sad. But yeah, I think she's... she is probably dead as well and I hope she isn't and I really hope that in my lifetime we find out what happened to her very selfish of you not, that not, does not, sound not, quite not selfish. to make sure that she's okay no no it's just one of those things that's like I would love just for someone to know what happened just to clear it up for the parents for the family and for everyone because it has been something it's just something that has been so widely like talked about that it just would be nice for everyone to know what happened but as well I'd kind of hope that maybe not wish that she was killed but like if she wasn't she may have just suffered her whole life she may have been trafficked or whatever or abused oh god I know I could talk about this subject all day but it would it, I'm not sure it would be a great episode I'm sure you've heard everyone talk about it a thousand times yeah if you're into that kind of stuff I think Bella Fiore did a whole mystery Mondays on it and she did I didn't really enjoy that one because I just knew it I prefer her ones when I just when I don't know when I don't know the outcome yeah I'm sorry but I will still not get over this one. Did you watch the one with the twins? Were they Swedish or something? Twins? Swedish twins. And it was in England. I don't know. It was in like Liverpool on one of the motorways. I don't know. You would remember. You would remember it. I still think about it all the time. These twins, they're basically invincible. And there are videos of them being hit, hit and flattened by a lorry going down the motorway. They've just run into traffic, get hit by cars, get back up and run into traffic again. What? Yeah. They weren't killed. No, it is the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Anyway, go watch it. But aren't her videos about murders? It's Mystery Monday. So it's an unsolved case of these. I mean, one of them goes on to murder someone. Oh my God, that sounds terrifying. No, but it's just so freaky like there are videos of it because they happen to be filming that you know that like traffic cops show oh yeah yeah like they've got like dash cam like dash cam cameras you mean no it's a show it's a show uk police show about oh yeah yeah and they do like follow criminals that like try and escape the police i I think so but they happened to be filming when this happened they were there on the side of the road and they were filming the show and the girls are in the background like talking to the police And then you just see one of them run out into the road and get flattened by a lorry. (laughs) No, I know I'm laughing, but it's just mad. I don't understand. Surely they must have like been hit by the lorry and then just been under it and not have actually got run over. Just 
please go and watch it. <laughs> I actually went back and I rewatched the whole video and then I told Joe about it and made him watch it. And it's just funny that it's on like one of the English motorways. Yeah, I haven't actually watched her videos in a long time. So there is probably quite a few that I'm not up to date with. I'm so jealous. Like I watch them the minute they come out. Really? I no, I haven't watched them. them in probably years. I went through such a phase where I was like obsessed. I would watch them back to back all day, every day. She is just my favorite mm. they're just so good she is very good she is very good at, at telling stories i just like her accent as mm. well it makes it better if i was to sit there and tell it i don't think it would be <gasps> what oh my god no. <laughs> i thought there was a spider or something in me. no she's moving to london bella she's moving to london like now yeah oh my god that's her and kerry are moving to london let's be best friends do you want to come on the podcast oh my god yeah come on the podcast oh my god how fun i know we got a real treat for you guys this week and by treat i mean recipe recipe of <laughs> the week ding, 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 ding. it's chinese week so what do we what do we do we should have chopsticks in our hair i know remember we were gonna do yeah weeks yeah they could play like some sort of dragon like chinese dragon music it is the year of the water rabbit that's a bit of fun mm. water rabbit i didn't even know you could get a water rabbit i may have just completely made that up i think it's just the year of the rabbit <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know where did water come from at the moment everything is just like relating to me about everything so like I know I've said it a thousand times and I promise I will not mention it again after this episode, but there is just something that I need to tell you. I've just been in such a Playboy hole and obviously that's like Playboy bunny and that's rabbit. And like now you've just said it's the Chinese year <laughs> of the rabbit. And it's like everything at the moment that is happening is just like these reoccurring themes of like things I would like never, you know, it's like once you know something, you hear it. Mm. So obviously I've been obsessed with Girls of the Playboy Mansion, the whole Playboy thing, Hugh and the Hills is what we've been talking about Hugh. constantly for like the last because we've been in our 2000 back in our 2000 era i was watching a lot of the cool her daddy podcast episodes because she interviews a lot of the hills uh reality cast so she does like heidi spencer audrina Kristen, i think that's it and so i watched spencer's the other day and (laughs) you're never gonna believe it you're never gonna believe it I literally watched it the day after we recorded last week, okay? And I'm listening, I'm listening, and he's talking. I can't remember exactly. I'm going to have to find it. But he literally says, and it was kind of giving eyes wide shut. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold up, rewind. And then he starts going, you know, it wasn't quite, I'm sorry, this is so annoying, but I can't remember because it was literally last week. And I heard it and I was like, oh my God. And I had it in my head. And now I've totally forgotten it. But he says, eyes wide shut it's like that eye it's not it's not like that eyes wide shut or something yeah I think I remember him saying it yeah he talks about the film and I was like wait what I was like I literally have just watched that for the first time because in the film there's a kind of it's not a cult but it's like that weird type of thing I I literally it might not have been anything about cults it might have been more about like sexual stuff or it might have been and he just says like something about the the film eyes wide shut it's weird because you wouldn't have known because i wouldn't have it would have just gone chomp. i wouldn't have even been able to have put that to anything but because i just watched the film and then we'd just spoken about it and do you know what i mean it's like everything is just aligning everything's aligning chinese year of the rabbit recipe of the week 
So our recipe of the week this week is in fact Chinese, insert chopstick in here. Like Chinese fake away inspired. Fake away Chinese inspired meal. So we had our dad and his partner over for dinner on Friday and we're back and forth, back and forth. What should we make? We want something that's like relatively easy. It was quite, ner- it's quite nerve wracking. I think it's the first time I've ever really cooked for him. Mm. Like we always go out for dinner. I made him, I've made him breakfast before. When was this? At Betty's one time you went there. But because our dad is quite a, not fussy eater, but is has quite particular. Quite particular. And he's one of those people, like, if he orders something in a restaurant and he doesn't like it, like, you'll know. Yeah. He's like not, whereas like, I think I'm a little bit more like, I'll just put up with stuff a bit more. He just likes what he likes. Him and mum are very similar in that sense. It's like, I got my nails done today. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. I was thinking that. Lilac. Lilac. (laughs) Yeah. So I got my nails done and to be honest, they're not very good. Oh. Yeah. And it's just such a shame because I found this new salon and I'd been a couple of times. I'd been invited by PR to go a couple of times and I really, really liked it. So I booked in myself to go today, get my new fresh nails. I'm a month early, but I went for lilac because we spoke about it last week. It's 50 pounds, which is, you know, quite expensive it's only gels it's not even acrylic or anything so I had to have what do you mean by gels it's just shellac on your nail yeah so I had to have the shellac I had on before taken off 50 pounds yeah yeah so it's like the shellac I had on before buffed away taken off then obviously your nails are like a bit of a cuticle sort of treatment and then the new gel 50 pounds is the price it's 40 pounds plus I had to take my gel off which they charge an extra 10 pounds for fine I booked it whatever I'm walking and I'm um, like it's like a minute from my appointment and I'm about three steps away from the salon and I get a phone call and I wouldn't usually answer it but I answered it and it was the salon and they were like oh really really sorry but your nail technicians had to go home like she's ill or something or she's had to go and I was like oh gosh okay bearing in mind it was one minute from my appointment like it was literally my appointment time I should have actually probably been there a couple of minutes earlier but I got delayed and she was like so we can put you in another salon but like obviously you got to go there so they rebooked me into the Covent Garden salon and I was in I was meant to be going to the Fitzrovia one because that's where my meeting was so I'd like planned it all I'd like booked my meeting there then I had my nails then I had another meeting after so I'd like done it all purposely bit annoying because like now my day is going to be delayed. So I've got to obviously get to Covent Garden. So I was like, okay, fine. Like not to worry. I was like, whatever. She was like, we'll give you 20% off your booking. So I was like, okay, great. Like I don't really mind having to travel the extra 20 minutes if it gets me 20% off, fine. 20 minutes to Covent Garden from Fitzrovia. Well, I walked it, which took me probably 15. All around there is much quicker So walk. I just walked and it was actually quite a nice walk and it was fine. So that was kind of like, the first thing so like I've had to go to Covent Garden quite out of my way didn't really need to be there it wasn't the end of the world because like I say it was only a 15 minute walk but like still kind of annoying so then obviously I'm delayed my whole day is delayed and then she's just doing my nails and she's just like very very sweet but she's just like so slow I was in there for over an hour and a half and I just had gels and it's just like a long time Mm. and I don't mean to complain because I'm I'm not a complainer and that's kind of the point of my story like she could have been new she could have been having a bad day she could have been nervous she could have been you know just passed her beauty exam or whatever I don't know but when you're paying like 50 pounds for something and you come out and they're just not that good Mm. it is a bit like ah 
it was just like one thing kind of on top of the other the time thing in nail salons really bugs me as well if you make an appointment they should have a time it should be a timed appointment because you don't have all the time in the world like you said you had a meeting after Mm. You, you can't just wait until they're done It needs to be done in a certain amount of time. Yeah, I mean, you can't, I suppose it's like, you can't help how long it takes. To be fair to them, like they take their time and like they are, they're very precise. And like, I've really loved, like I've come out like beaming the last few times I've been and I've thought, you know, they're really, really good, but I'm just not that happy with these this time. And it's just such a shame because I was really excited to have them done and I got my lilac. Anyway, the point of my story is I met mum after and she was like, you need to tell them. She's like, you need to complain. You need to tell them that it's not good enough. She's like, make sure you tell them. <laughs> but I just am not really one. Like, I just don't like complaining. Like, I just can't, can't yeah. be asked kind of with the hassle. And like, I will just be like, yeah, I love them. Thing is, for something like that, it could have been a one-off. Yeah. But they might like some constructive criticism because then they're going to do it to everyone else and everyone's going to come out being like, well, they're actually a bit shit. Then they're going to get a bad rap. I got an email after being like, give us your feedback. So I might just pop it in there because it might be like anonymous and I might just say, you know, like I normally love the salon, but I'm not like 100% happy with them this time. I just feel like, you know. But it was a different salon and it was a different person. So it's like, you can't really. No, I have. I've been to the Comic Garden one before. Oh, really? I went to the Comic Garden one the first ever time I got my nails done with them and I really, really loved them. Nails are just so hit and miss. They are. They really are. They're not like that bad, but they're not great. That's why a good salon will ask you to keep checking. Like, are you happy with them? But you never want to say. You no, and you know say. what? I did. She did keep saying like, oh, how do they look? And like the shape books were all kind of a little bit off and they were all kind of different lengths. And I said like, oh, could you just make that one like a tiny bit more like almond or a bit more pointy to match that one? And like... She was like, yeah, yeah, but it's it's more the paint job. Mm-hmm. It was like she took such time throughout the whole nail process that she almost rushed the paint job because she was like, shit, I need to be done. And like, it's just like kind of all over my nails, all up the sides, like kind of oh. just like not straight. Anyway, the point of my story is <laughs> our dad is one to be like, this wasn't very good. It's not good. good enough. Or it's not good enough or yeah. whatever. So I was quite nervous when our dad was coming over and we had to cook for him. So we were like going back and forth, what should we cook? So this is Amy's kind of speciality things you don't cook a lot and when you do like you have certain dishes that you do that you do very well because I forget because you used to used to cook quite a bit and experiment I, I, I remember you being good at cooking and now when I think about you and cooking I just don't really think about you and cooking at all and then I forget that you actually you're actually all right at cooking I think I cook quite a lot here I think you lost it when you were with your ex because you didn't really, because he was a chef. No, I would say I cooked a lot when we were together. I cook here quite a lot. I would say I borderline cook more than you. <laughs> okay, let's not get into that. <laughs> let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> no? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would say no, but I guess... I'd say we're pretty 50-50. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But you're acting no, but like you cook way more no, than no, I no, do. No, 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 no. But I'm that's saying... what I'm saying. I borderline would say... No. On average, <laughs> I would say I maybe cook once once, or twice more. On all the nights we're here in together. <laughs> 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 Breathing. <laughs> Breathing. Breathing exercises. 
<laughs> no, I just don't feel like you put much love into like when you do sausage and mash. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's just like sausage and mash. You're not like making something that's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? What would you like me to be doing with my sausage like and mash? Like making a sauce from scratch, like make it, you're not, <laughs> you are more of a buy a jar. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, let's, <laughs> let's move on. The point is, I don't think of you and cooking together anymore. <laughs> I don't see a... <laughs> it's like oil and water. <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> I don't know. My point is, you have a couple spe- speciality dishes that you do really well, and this is one of them, because this is something that I don't cook, okay? Well done for digging yourself out anyway, of that hole. <laughs> the one she made the other day was so good, and I don't know if it's because we'd had like a gin, a Prosecco, a wine, <laughs> or... I was smashed, <laughs> so anything would have tasted but good. But you definitely put extra... Love. You definitely put extra love into it. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't even said what the, what the dish is. No. So it is my take on like a crispy chili beef and egg fried rice. And then we have like prawn crackers and stuff with it. So it's kind of like, yeah. Because we always get a crispy shredded chili, a crispy shredded chili beef. I think it's either shredded crispy chili beef or shredded crispy shredded beef. I think it's chili. I think it's crispy chili beef. I think it's probably different everywhere. Sometimes it's Szechuan. Chili Szechuan. Sometimes it is Szechuan. I would say it's maybe more healthy because it's not fried. Yeah, well, I I think you like to think that a fake away is slightly healthier than a normal takeaway because you know exactly what's going in it. You're putting everything in yourself. There's always a point in this podcast where my toe pops out. Can you just cover it up, please? You can't see it, though, in any of the videos. I know, but I can feel my toe is in the air. Oh, this stupid blanket. <laughs> Look at it. All Hannah does is insult my things. My Me and blanket. Joe had a whole bitching session about your blanket the other day. Because I was just, I was confirming what I said the other day about well, how annoying why? it is. Well, take it off the sofa. I'm happy to take it into my room. <laughs> I don't need you here insulting my blanket and then using it every night on the sofa. Do you know what I mean? Disgraceful. Tell me what's in the beef. So basically what you're going to want to do is you're going to either want to buy strips of beef or you are going to want to buy some steaks and chop them up yourself. I would say probably buying steaks is nicer. You're probably going to get some better beef, but it's probably more expensive and it's a bit more hassle because you've got to chop everything up yourself. You're going to want cornstarch. And you're going to want Chinese five spice and you're going to want to coat your beef. You're going to want to. You're going to want to coat your beef in the cornstarch and the five star. Five starch? The cornstarch. <laughs> the cornstarch and the five spice mix. It's quite the tongue twister. And you want to do that kind of, I think the earlier you can do that, the better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you're staring into my soul. <laughs> it's quite on the spot, this whole recipe thing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what you feel like the spotlight's on you yeah yeah mm. <laughs> you you sort of want to do that as early as possible because you basically want to dry your beef out so it fries nicely so there's not lots of like juices so it goes nice and crispy hannah suggested because normally when you f- f- batter something you you dip it in like the egg and the flour and stuff like that well your beef isn't battered no, it's not battered, it's just fried. Crispy. It's not crispy though, and it's not 
coated. So the, like you probably don't need the corn, cornstarch. It just makes it a little bit crispier because otherwise it would just be like steak. You know, like when you eat steak, it would just taste, it would just be, it would be like that steak texture yeah. rather than being a but little bit. But I thought bit... it was, wasn't it? <laughs> Hannah also suggested maybe air fryer, but I just don't know how that would work. But you could, we could it's give it a go. It's literally the whole point. It's an, it's a fryer. That's why it's so good if you put, if you do chips in there, because it's like you're, it's like you're deep frying them. Okay. Well, definitely, I definitely think you could do it in the air fryer. Okay, well, we don't own an air fryer, so what we'll do is we'll buy one and we'll try it out and we'll let you know. I think put it in cornstarch, but if you can't be bothered or you don't have time, don't worry. But you want to sort of dry it out so it fries nicely and doesn't get the juices. You don't want it to be like a st- when you do a steak and it's like bleeding. This is what I'm saying. You want to dry out, dry it's not it out. Bad, but yeah. Whatever. What is it then? Your steak's not bleeding, isn't it? No. It's just water. I thought Dead it was blood. slabs of meat like that. They don't have any blood in them. No. I was only joking. Anyway, can but- I get on with my story? <laughs> it's actually a really easy recipe. Very simple, very quick, very fast. And it's just taking a long time. Actually, don't quote me on that because I don't want to be wrong. But I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm right. Please be right. Please be right. Please be right. Not Slytherin. Not, not Slytherin. Not Slytherin, eh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. What does it say? <clears throat> even the rarest and reddest of steak is actually bloodless instead what you're looking at is a combination of water which makes up about 75 percent of meat and a protein found in muscle tissue called myoglobin so then you're gonna want to make your <laughs> there's <bun>. so <laughs> many gonna want to show in this recipe you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna. wanna for just a gink. <laughs> Move on from the cornstarch and the five spice. <laughs> we get it. What else goes in it? Okay. You're going to want to do your rice like prior. I would say your rice is like your first step because actually you kind of want your rice to be like cold. You want to fry your rice. So you wanna do, <laughs> you're gonna wanna fry your rice. <laughs> They also need a wheel. Sometimes when you laugh, you look like you've had loads of Botox because your face doesn't really move. Really? It's quite good. I think I've trained, although I am very expressive in my face, I have trained myself to not do this or do this. You don't have hardly any wrinkles. Skincare baby. Like I only ever like put it on in upwards like strokes. I'm OCD about my face basically well i can tell it's doing new wonders do your rice cook your rice put it to the side cool it off put it in the fridge do whatever because then you're gonna fry it later and like mix it in with like egg and we put peas in ours you can put spring onions basically egg fried rice i mean it's pretty simple but you kind of want to do that prior so that your rice fries nicely also fry your rice for like a long time i think that's what i did different this week is I just fried the rice off for like a really long time. Because you did the rice before and let it dry out, it fried nicely. It didn't get all like, it didn't clump together. Yeah. So fry your beef off and then put that to the side. And then you can kind of add whatever you like, but you want onions, garlic, and chili. A fresh chili would be best. Fresh chili is best. There was no chili in the supermarket. Hannah doesn't eat onions or garlic, so we didn't put any of that in. But I would if I were making it properly i would add a red and a green pepper to like bulk it out as well 
spring onions as well chuck some more of them in if you want because they're always good ginger ginger is a very key ingredient i think in this and you're basically just gonna fry all of that off in your frying pan add your beef back in make sure it's all obviously lovely and cooked and then your sauce is made up of ketchup soy sauce rice wine vinegar and sweet chili sauce and that is essentially it that's everything that you need bring it to the boil and then let it reduce a bit so it goes a li- that little bit like thick sort of gloopy sticky crispy mm-hmm. chili <laughs> and that's kind of it like it's out like i've made that sound extremely complicated but actually if you break it down it's quite a simple dish to make like you just chop everything up put that all in one pan fry your rice and that's kind of it and then you can just have some stuff to serve you can put some spring onions on top to serve or some fresh chili on top to serve we normally serve with prawn crackers which we just obviously shot by and they're delicious i think this was my best one i think it was too not rushing it not rushing taking it slow not rushing also the pressure of having your dad who's quite fussy sat there that helped diamonds are made under pressure absolutely you look confused. <laughs> That's how you make diamonds. I have no. How do I know how? I'm not a diamond. Have you maker. never heard that expression? I've never heard that expression. Wow, Anna, you should be a teacher. Has anyone <laughs> ever told you you should be a teacher? Well, you know, recipe of the week. Insert chopstick in here. What I was thinking is, it's going to be really annoying for people if they want to come back to listen to specific episodes for the recipe of the week, and then they have to listen to us ramble yeah. and go off on twenty different tangents before we actually no. get to the recipe. We should put a timestamp of the recipe in the description and what the recipe is, so you can literally just go back to the episode, see what episode it was in, and the time that it's at. Okay. I would, I would say. Okay, we'll do that. Mental note. Alepsa, alepsa, play. We're gonna sound crazy. That makes me cry with laughter. It was so good, that guy. I know he disappeared. He stopped doing videos now. It's really it's sad. Just, I love how he'd run and like roly poly into the room and then up to the left and go. Yeah. <laughs> end this episode here because we're eager we're eager to tell you our news so we do have a little bit of an announcement we're actually gonna go into it next week Mm -hmm. it's actually quite it's actually quite important like for the podcast i feel a bit sad announcing it i feel really sad we are sadly but happily moving from the penthouse we are moving from the penthouse where the podcast was born where the podcast got its name, where we got our name, the girls from the penthouse. (laughs) We are moving and it's a good thing. It's a happy thing. It's an exciting thing. Change is always good. And we will go into everything next week and why we're moving and all the details. And that is actually going to be our season finale. Oh yeah. That is going to end season one of From the Penthouse. So hold on tight. You're in for a wild ride. We have a whole move ahead of us. We have a brand new space. We have, you know, new ideas, new inspiration. And we're going to take you guys along on the entire journey from beginning to end. So stick with us on our Instagram and TikTok for all behind the scenes, sneak peeks at From the Penthouse. 
Obviously, make sure to come over to our YouTube if you want to watch our full episodes. When we come back in season two, things will look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. We will have a new setup. So that's super exciting. We're very, very excited about that because we'll go into it. But this was only ever a temporary kind of thing. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We would love if you could give us a review and give us five stars, either Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever you listen. It would really help us out and it would end off our season one really really nicely if you could just give us five stars so yeah next week will be a very exciting episode but for now we will see See you next next Tuesday. tuesday